Welcome back to the BBR podcast. Rachie, how you doing today? How you feeling, girl? You ready? Uh, <laughs> hey, sis. <laughs> wow, that was a beautiful intro. I am totally ready for that assumptions, for the assumptions tag. Alberto, roll that intro. Hey. Welcome to the BBR podcast. Hey, Em, what is happening, girlfriend? Girl, it's good to be back with you, talking, I chatting. Know. I love chatting. We Emma and I literally FaceTime like each day for about an hour at the moment and it's a little excessive. We have a lot of debriefing. <laughs> we really don't know what we talk about. We should really take the podcast on just one of our random chats one day. Well, a lot of it would be about Penelope. Yes, true. A lot of <laughs> We kind of both like mummed, mothered Penelope, so she kind of feels like she's both of ours. Um, and yeah, but today, Em, we're going to get into some tea. We're spilling tea, no jokes, but, um, we're going to do an assumptions tag. So I got you guys to assume things about Emma and I, some are completely correct and some are mm, unsure. I don't know about those. Um, unsure about those. So we, we really can't do those voices on the potty. Uh, so now we are going to jump straight into them. So M, I'll just read them out and you, you and I can sort of give our comment. Okay. Are you ready? I'm Did-dum. ready. Let's do Did-dum. it. We have zero body issues when it comes to body confidence. I wouldn't say like zero. I definitely wouldn't We're say not zero. That confident. I think we um, really, yeah, like push that positive, you know, love yourself sort of vibe, and that is something that I definitely want for myself. But I'm not always completely kind to my body. But most of the time, I think we are, and I think it's taken us. It also hasn't happened overnight. It's taken us a long time to sort of be okay with you know who we are and what we're working towards um yeah and I don't think it's that we think we're perfect in any way of the word because we don't it's more just like yeah okay I have x y and z issues that I think but I also have a million other things to worry about so I'll just like put those to the back of my mind and (laughs) not think about it too much because at the end of the day we are what we are I had a bit of a defining moment I think I was 19 years old and I remember I was at my partner's slash boyfriend's house at the time and honestly, I just really disliked the way I looked. I wanted to be really, really slender. I would Google Victoria's Secret model diets. I would do endless amounts of cardio and honestly, I just saw no changes in my body and I really envied not looking, you know, like the girls in magazines, etc. And one day, I don't know what it was, but I think this partner had a lot to do with it. I think he helped me sort of, he introduced me to weights, but I just decided that I'm so over not loving who I am whilst working towards what I want to be. And that was really powerful for for me. And I tell our girls this a lot, you know, it's okay to still love yourself, even though you're working towards being better. Like That is the most important thing I can sort of preach to you guys because everyone thinks that, you know, a certain number on the scale or um, a certain, you know, event or once this happens, I'll be happy. But the truth is that, and I can vouch for this, I've achieved a lot of different milestones in my life and it's really not the actual milestone that makes you happy. It's about enjoying the process and sort of enjoying where you are whilst working towards what you want to do and what you want to achieve. So for me, that is what changed my mindset. I just learned, I learned to love that I have bigger legs and I 
I built them to be bigger. I learned to love that, you know, um, I wanted more muscle. I wanted this. I wanted that. And I sort of just embraced who I was. And when you do that, you really find like this empowering feeling of being like, hell yeah, this is, this is me. And you just you get this like confidence about yourself. But I haven't always had it. And I think you definitely haven't either. And it's something we no. both sort of have grown together with. And I think we both helped bring that out in, in each other as well. Oh, my God. The, the pep talks I used to give you. Do you remember? Yeah, 100%. Because I think in it as well, like health and fitness has come so far. The things that we were told and the things that we thought, you know, back then, no wonder why we struggled with, like, mentality. Mm. It was just, like, these impossible scenarios to reach. No proper Um, guidance. No. And, like, then you wouldn't see results. But it's like, well, that's because the the kind of advice that was out there was just so... Minimal. And unrealistic. (laughs) Yeah. Unrealistic is probably the word I was looking Mm. for in that to, to meet it, you just it was impossible and then you felt disappointed because you can never reach that like standard that you yeah. thought you had to meet yeah but so yeah thank we, god yeah yeah we definitely um don't have zero body issues you know as I said everyone has low days but we've definitely come a long way and it's something that we continue I'm big on personal development so it's something that I work on every single day the thoughts I have about myself the things I tell myself um, the people I surround myself with they're so important to me because I know they shape um, who I am as a person and how I feel about who I am as a person so moving on we are naturally fit I don't know if naturally fit is like a thing, but we've always been active. I think that we're privileged in a sense that our parents, especially my dad, always had us in sports growing up. So, you know, we have a massive, I guess, thank you, dad, for that. He's such a competitive person. He just loves sports. So we were always playing sports, whether it was competitively or at home or, you know, we went on a holiday, he takes a ball, we play cricket. Um, and then you have my mom who was a massive sort of health advocate and we weren't allowed fast foods often. Um, she was really big on eating fresh, wholesome foods. So I don't think that, you know, you're naturally fit, but I think that we're privileged in that we we were set up from the beginning. Do you, yes. Would you agree? Yeah, constantly yeah. active mm. and constantly given the tools without even realising it at the time to create a health and fit and active lifestyle. Like we yeah. didn't really realise we were doing it, mm. but it was happening, which yeah. is very lucky and fortunate. And when it comes to being like, cardiovascular fit I feel like I'm not (laughs) and it takes like a lot for me to like train myself into that so yeah definitely that that's what I would think we've never struggled with being overweight slash never had to worry about gaining weight honestly this was literally assumed a lot okay so I'm gonna go in and say we've never been what's classified as like statistically overweight overweight. Mm -hmm. but we have struggle with weight gain yes so there's they're two very different things mm-hmm. um i've definitely gained weight in parts of my life um that i didn't feel comfortable with however yes that would be kind of where i i'm at what would you feel i think you're the same, I'm the like, same. you've definitely been through stages oh i've been um, i've been through a stage so there was one period yes. and i sp- I spoke about this briefly in our previous podcast. I gained six kilos post show and I really, you know, 
came out of that show and rebounded. It was not a good experience. Losing that weight, I really, really struggled um, to get my weight that weight off so for me since then a lot came from that I always say sometimes it's going through weight gain to sort of understand okay I don't want to allow myself to get to that stage again because it's so difficult to you know um to to get it off so yeah Yeah. I'm, I'm the same no we've never been what's classified as overweight but we still struggle we still have to be you know have a certain amount of discipline we are active every day you know there's definitely still um, it doesn't come, I wouldn't say it comes easy for us. I think it comes easier because we're more educated now and we know how to maintain yeah. our physiques, which again, you know, Emma and I have been doing this. I, I've been doing this since I was 19. Emma's been doing this since I think she was 18. Um, so that's, you know, nearly 10 years. It's a, it's a long time. Yeah. Um, it is, and it's a long time to get used to it. But I loved this one so much. I literally sent it to Emma laughing. We will end up living together for the rest of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I mean, it's not necessarily out of the ballpark. Yeah. We've said like if it we could <laughs> if something happened and we would both ended up, you know, single or, you know, for whatever the reason may be, that we would a hundred percent move in together and honestly probably love life. To be honest, even if one of us ended up single <laughs> Yeah, we'll probably we be would moving still end in. up living together. <laughs> we'll probably be moving um, in with each other. Yeah. So look, if not it's not off the cards. Together, it would be <laughs> relatively close. In um, Rachel is an extrovert and Emma is an introvert. I don't know about that. Mm. Like I'm definitely more of an introvert, but, but I definitely mm. also have social ability. Like yes, I'm yes. extremely social when I want to be. I would say you're also quite a homebody. Yeah. So I'm definitely um, like I guess a little bit louder than Emma um, and I've always been the one that's sort of like you know will sort of I would say louder is definitely the, yeah that's the best way to like, put it yeah <laughs> but in saying that once you sort of get to know Emma oh wow she is not as innocent and sweet as she seems she's definitely quite loud like me if not louder honestly so yeah we're probably honestly a mix of both we are both massive like homebodies we don't love being social too much, I must say. We love just being at home in our routine with our dogs and, like, we're, we're very, like, easygoing people. Um, but in a social setting, I think, yeah, I'm probably a little louder. A little bit louder. This one's interesting. I agree. <laughs> Rachel is closer to mum and Emma is closer to dad. Mm, not really. Yeah, not really. Um, it's I would actually- say genuinely we're all pretty close. Yeah. To be honest, when we were younger, I was definitely, like, daddy's girl honestly I was if anyone wanted something from dad they'd be like get Rachel to go ask like but as we've gotten older I think Emma and I probably gravitate towards mum you know because we're females and Liam gravitates towards dad but in saying that like we have such a close relationship with our dad also so I feel like we're just all evenly one thing I must give my parents so much credit for is that growing up they were so overly fair there was no favoritism. There was no favoritism. Favoritism. There was no favoritism. There was just no reason for us to ever feel threatened by each other. Or and I think that's why Emma and I are so like we don't get those emotions of jealousy and all those things that people often ask. And that is a hundred percent how we've been raised. We've never had to yeah. feel threatened that one of us or one it's of our siblings is love yes and I think that really stems to why now we all can work so closely together and get along so well um 
I'll forever honestly be grateful that our parents raised us the way they did. They are they are parent goals. They are. I hope I'm half the parent that they are. <laughs> I would be succeeding. Oh, sis, you will be. Emma is, <laughs> Emma is calm and professional. That is so interesting. I mean, honestly, yeah. What Emma portrays is she seems very calm, and she is. No, I've got to admit, you are calm. But Emma also has quite a temper. It's definitely gotten better over the last year, but she can also get <laughs> really angry. And honestly, like, it's not even worth, like, you just want to out the fire. <laughs> Let me put it that way. What I think it is is most things don't bother me. I'm very blasé yes. about majority of things. But if it gets to a point where it's like boiling, then I'm like, that's when I snap. And I probably go over the top <laughs> because I'm like such an emotional person. Like I'm very, like I feel everything. Like mm. I'm very, so when I'm angry, I'm really angry instead of like, you know, probably yeah, being definitely. a bit more. Definitely. Easy going with it. Definitely. Angry. But it takes me a bit to get mad because, yeah. you know, life is short. We tan a lot. How are our tans so even? We honestly don't tan that often. I might tan for like no. 20 minutes a week on the weekend, 20 to 45, let's say. And we are quite blessed in that we come from a very tanned family. My mum's really olive. Our granddad was extremely olive. So, yeah, I think living in North North Queensland, I think living in Queensland, it's easy to sort of maintain a tan. And I just can't deal with fake tans. No, so fake tans, very, very hard to Mm. kind of, the smell gets me. But we've also been raised in a family where mum's very sun, safety, sun Mm. aware. So we feel guilty if we tan too much. Like I would do 20 minutes aside, maybe once a week max. Otherwise, and like my neck's covered, my face is covered. I feel really guilty. Same. Definitely Yeah, we're very aware of the sun and it can be very harsh. We don't compare our bodies to others. So I think it's saying that we don't look at our physiques and compare them to others. Uh, I think it's natural that you always do that to a certain extent, but I think you and I both try our best not to, I guess. Yeah, I think I definitely did it more when I was younger. I don't know if it's because like age has just gotten the better of me, but I've become very aware of the fact that like my body is my body. You have. And there's only so much that you can do to it. So I can either spend my days stressing out about it and feeling horrible, or I can kind of meet myself halfway and be like, these are things I'm working on and improving, mm-hmm. but I also love myself the way I am because that's just who I am. Like, you know, I'm always going to be in this body. So, yeah. And Emma, that is honestly something that I have seen her grow into I guess the most in the last probably like three years because prior to those years um Emma was quite toxic to herself I reckon would you say so I was so yeah. hard on you myself so hard on, and I would have these massive pep talks with her and just be like you really don't see yourself for what you are like we would have these massive sort of like dnms you know constantly but I also think that it was a time in her life when you know the relationship she was in maybe wasn't making her feel secure I think there was a lot of factors but honestly the last couple of years seeing Emma really like step into who she is and and love herself for herself she looks in my opinion the best you've ever looked and you are so genuinely happy and I feel like when you stop focusing on the negatives the positives literally will will come to you 
Sis, you're so lovely. Oh, sis, it's just what I've noticed. Um, Emma never gets mad. Well, we address that, and she definitely does. So I'm over everyone thinking that Emma is a sweet little angel. She is not. She is. <laughs> everyone has their moments, honestly. Like, yeah. it's normal. I think if you didn't get mad, you'd be a bit like so scary. <laughs> scary. You'd be a scary human. We are positive and happy all the time. No. We no. definitely we definitely try to be, but no, Emma and I definitely ha- get those calls where we're just like, oh, sis, I freaking hate this yeah. and I hate that. And we're just like have our little vent and then we sort of move on. And then we get over it. But I'm we big do. on like I don't like to like put my negative energy onto other people except Emma on mum really. See, yeah, yeah, I definitely have to project a little bit. Like I have to talk to you or mum. Yeah. Just to like get it off my chest, and then I feel so much better. Yeah, literally. But I'd only really do that to your mum, so you're the lucky me. Yeah, but <laughs> all in all, we are pretty positive and happy, in my opinion. Yeah. I can't remember like yeah. ever. I can't really remember the last time I was really genuinely not happy and and negative. No. But everyone gets yeah. into those patterns of, of negativity, and it's important, as I said, and I continue to say, is to retrain your thought process to you know navigate around those thoughts because it's so common, you know. The amount of thoughts we consume each day, um, especially with social media, it's so easy to get lost in negative thoughts and it's so important to know and to be able to sort of navigate through those because it, it is something that we all experience. Okay, we are natural competitors Yes, we, we are. are. I think they mean in like we compete naturally. Uh, we did just touch on this in our prior podcast. For us, honestly, competing, we love it, but our health always comes first. So we wouldn't do anything to jeopardize that. Um, no, but it's not worth it. Yeah, that could also mean we are naturally competitive and I'm not sure which one, but we are. Oh, I am very competitive as a person, but Emma is honestly the complete opposite. I would say I'm medium, but okay. I wouldn't say I'm She's a medium. strong competitor. <laughs> <laughs> but your natural competition is like one of the best things about you. So. Yeah. Thanks, sis. I definitely am very, yeah, it's my dad. My dad instilled it in me. We love each other. Honestly, you guys don't understand how much. It's not yeah. normal. I, I often think, is it normal? I, I ask Clayton, I'll be like, do you, you know, have these feelings and thoughts about your siblings? Like when was the last time you spoke to so-and-so? I definitely think that, you know, I see other families and they are so close, but we are like, I don't know. We're very, very lucky. We're very, very close. And I think it is got a lot to do with obviously Emma and I living together for so long. Um, and I think honestly, since she's gone, it's made us both, I guess, appreciate each other more and probably get along. Not that we didn't get along, but we probably get along better now. And I feel like it's like a new relationship. What I feel like we do now is when we were living together, we didn't have to prioritize spending time together, whether it's on FaceTime or on the phone. Whereas now we really take time to consciously do that. hundred percent. And it makes us appreciate that time more because it's like, it's not just there, like, I'm not just there in the morning where we have our coffee. It's like, well, we have to actually call each other to to have that time. And I think that really makes you appreciate it. 100%. I agree. We've been, we've always been close. And then there was another one that says we weren't as close when we were young. So I think this is a good one because when we were young, I would say we probably weren't as close. You have to define young. Okay teenage years but like think about it when yeah. I was in year nine you were in year 12 so that's a I would pretty say big even like 
when I was in like year 10 and you were still like in primary school. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. That's you know, a, it's, a big, like it's, it's a big age difference. Yeah. So when Especially you think of it like that, when you're young. Years. Yeah, when you're young. Yeah. So, yes, we weren't as close. Emma was definitely too cool for school. You were definitely too cool for me. I think I was just going through your typical teen years where you thought like, you know, definitely. you are super cool and young people were not cool. <laughs> now um, we just want to be young. Yeah, yeah. But we are definitely, since probably I turned, I guess, really 18, even 19, I would say, from 19, 18, 19 to now, we've been always been like really like inseparable, extremely yeah. close. We are, someone's so cute, someone's like, we are uh, like us, like you are proud of the podcast because we should be. <laughs> Listen, we're not overly proud because like we're yeah. very inconsistent and we're not really sure how to do this. Like it's new to us, but we're just, yeah. we're just chatting, going with the flow and see, and we're just going to see where it goes. We just love sharing our lives and I guess we talk a lot, so it makes sense. <laughs> it's easy. <laughs> like stories, like we can't talk this much on stories, you know? No, you can't. It's so true. And and YouTube gets a little bit hard because it's it's so chatty then. I know. Whereas the podcast, the whole point is to be chatty and we love that. So this one was we don't struggle to get um we don't struggle with our comp prep, but I feel like this is sort of like the overweight one. Um we definitely still struggle. As I always say, prep does not get easier, you just get better at it. So it's definitely a struggle for us. I think Emma and I are just very like positive and we I think the biggest thing is we really enjoy it so you know even though we're struggling we just love it so much that you guys probably don't feel I guess that side of it I guess yeah and maybe like we enjoy the challenge so it's like this like thing where like it's hard but we love the hard so it's okay literally (laughs) so this one is so common everyone always assumes I'm older Why is it? Like, do I look like I'm 50 or something? Like, I am offended. Do I need a new skincare range? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's because you're the more dominating personality. I am the more masculine personality. I literally said um, to Clayton the other day, I was like, do I look my age? Have you ever thought that? Like, you definitely don't look your age. But I don't know, do I look my age or do I look younger? I feel like because I act older, maybe, I don't know. Mm, I definitely don't think you look older than your age. Mm, I would say like if I looked at you, I would say probably between like 23 and 28. Like yeah. that would be my life. So, yeah, I would say I wouldn't say like, oh, you look 14. <laughs> but no, yeah. I think you like look good for your age, like mm. where you want to be kind of thing. This one was a bit, I'm kind of offended, but Emma being away from home has allowed her to flourish and become more of her own person. Sorry, so it's not <laughs> no. just, no, Emma from being away, away from home and me. <laughs> I'm so offended. Look, I would disagree. I would be, like, I feel like I'm you're, exactly You're pretty much same, better without me. That, that's pretty much saying you're better off without me. <laughs> wow. No, I feel like if anything, when I first moved, I honestly felt a bit lost. Mm. <laughs> but you have it was handled, very different. I don't think it's that because you're away from us. I think it's because you ha- now have Adam and you're so happy within your relationship. And I think that really brings out, you know, the truth in, in someone and who someone really is. When someone's happy, it literally glow. Like they glow. You can just feel, you can feel it. And I feel like 
that is being the change more than like being away from us. So imagine if you had Adam and us. In the go- I know. Wow. I would be honestly. Now, you, you wouldn't recognize me as a person. Talk about flourishing. <laughs> wow. I would be yeah. blooming. So this one would sort be of, my dream. Yeah. We are each other's hype girls, 100%. I would say yes, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like especially when it's never like we're both down at the same time, which is good because when I'm down, Emma is like over the top my hype girl and when Emma's down, I'm over the top her hype girl. I feel like yes. we really know how to pick each other up when it's needed. Um, we're not like 24-7 like hyping each other up. We're really like... <laughs> We just know. We yeah. We know when it's needed, and we're there to sort of like make sure of it. Um, We are. So this one's offensive too. We argue a lot off social media. You couldn't be more wrong. No, we really don't. We probably have Uh, like two fights a year. I reckon. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. We we're not perfect. We've had like our random arguments, but arguments to me take a lot of time and a lot of effort, especially when it's someone I really care about. Yeah. So definitely. I would never just argue with you for, for the sake no of reason. it because honestly, it's too much like, energy. No, yeah, it's horrible. Like it's not good. It's really it's horrible. <laughs> um <laughs> we never find it annoying to track our calories and macros. Emma, I would say you don't. Me, I definitely yeah. find it more annoying. Yeah. You you don't love it, but yeah. you're good at it when you do it, yeah. but you're not like I'm very competent at it, but I don't do it like consistently all the time. I just sort of guesstimate. Yeah. Whereas Emma's very like consistent and she she just enjoys it being a part of her lifestyle. Yeah. I love being a planner. This one is like again, like I don't know what everyone thinks that (laughs) the go is here I was so I being Rachel was the problematic child and Emma was the angel in our teens how wrong could you be Emma went through like a devil stage honestly like she was I feel like we both were a bit crazy at points in our lives yeah mum says honestly like (laughs) 14 to 17 maybe even like 15 to 17 she's like it's difficult especially 17 especially girls yeah apparently Liam was really easy we were like (laughs) a real challenge (laughs) but Emma was not like yeah I feel like you were definitely not I I love that I portray the angel image but it's maybe I should just keep playing that but it's not the case not at all we all have our (laughs) so someone has said we care about animals but not enough to go vegan which is yeah, yeah that's pretty true for me yeah but um, I definitely I don't think that that's because I don't care about animals no. that's a difficult one I have child being vegan it's not really for me um but in saying that we do not eat a lot of meat um at all no. so I think we're very like cautious of how much meat and you know animals we're consuming animal products we're consuming uh but no we haven't made the choice to go vegan um at this stage of our lives but we will keep you updated we are overly protective (laughs) yes (laughs) like honestly i can say something about our dad emma can say something about our dad someone else says something about big pups oh my god oh wow oh wow (laughs) what's worse especially for like emma and i my our little brother like again oh my yeah Wow. Don't ever, ever. Like, if you, that's the only thing that would, like, so heavily offend me that oh. I would I would never forget it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have no problem, like, becoming a savage if someone, like, has something to say about my family. Like, don't do it. Yeah. 
Um, and that, <laughs> mom messaged me the other day over something. Um, oh no, she was telling me a story and like in a way her friends sort of left her out of something, but it was in a way where like, you know, an older person wouldn't have really picked it up and oh, I was fuming. <laughs> like I'm like, <laughs> how dare you leave my beautiful mom? Like, oh, that's just a whole nother, we could do a podcast on that. Yeah. Okay. We don't sweat. Um, I mean, I mean, I would sweat if not, I do yeah. like really intense workouts, but not cra- nothing crazy. When I was young, like I can go to the gym and do a full leg session yeah. and I don't sweat really. When I was young, I was like, my mum couldn't figure it out. I literally did not sweat at all. Now I feel like I definitely sweat more. Um, and as Emma said, if it's a specific style of workout, I will. Um, but yeah. with weights, no, I don't necessarily no. overly sweat. Um, this is a good one for you. We don't fart in front of the other <laughs> significant other. <laughs> no, we don't. Um, no, but I, I like wouldn't to even really do that in front of you. Like, yeah, we just don't know. fart in front of people. It's not. Yeah. I just, we were kind of raised like, yeah, to not do that, I guess. Mum would be like, that's, you know, toilet talk. Don't, you know, it's nothing's wrong with it. But we were just always raised to be like, you know, I guess ladylike and yeah. I would be yeah I would be really embarrassed if that happened to me so yeah same. I prefer not to do that but each to their own no judgment here no judgment um we always worry about the future in a good way definitely um I wouldn't say worry I think but it's always on our minds like yeah. we always are proactively thinking about what's next definitely. and it's not because we're worried it's no. because we're just so eager to like constantly you know move forward especially you you're mm. you really thrive on progression yeah um or we both do yeah. so I think it's not a worry thing it's just a, it's how we operate it's how we yeah I feel it's a big thing our dad taught us like when we were young or even when I was growing up he honestly my dad's taught me so much when it comes to business but he would always say to me when I was you know uh, I guess not not bragging yeah, I guess to him you can brag you know I was you know, proud of a moment and I had achieved something. And he was like, wow. He's like, that's really amazing. Like, I'm so proud of you. He's like, but what's next? You know, where do you see yourself in, in this amount of time? Where do you see the business in this amount of time? How do you get from here to there? Like, what if this happens? Are there, ex-? and I was like, wow, I'm just over here yeah. trying to enjoy this moment. And it's been the best thing he's taught me, but in a way it's sort of a flaw of mine now because I feel I don't appreciate my achievements enough in that I'm just so worried not worried I guess you could say worried or eager or keen to know okay but awesome we we got we got to where we are but what's next and and what do we have to do to get here and I definitely thrive in that environment but I don't think if I if I didn't have that I don't think I could like have the motivation I have today but at the same time I wish and I want to work on sort of enjoying moments more and appreciating how far I've come and and what I've achieved So it's a bit of a like pro-con sort of situation. Yeah, definitely. We find it easy to gain muscle. Mm, I don't think so. I mean, we everything, every bit of muscle I've gained, I have worked incredibly hard to do. I think legs. It's never been something that's come easy. Yeah, I think when it comes to our legs, we definitely like have the Dylan quads. All of us have them. So yeah, genetics play a role, obviously, when it comes to gaining muscle, but we're also extremely consistent and have been over a long period of time, which I think definitely pays off. 
Um, we ch- this one's so random. We changed our hair to gain independence from one another. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Definitely not. No. no. I don't know. I don't no. know if I love my hair now. I'm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I oh want to go brown again. Same. Oh, you didn't love it. Oh. I keep saying Adam, and he's just like. <laughs> You just changed it. I just don't know. It just doesn't feel as healthy. I think I want to go like a a brown. I think the next time I go, I'll leave it for a while, but I'm going to go like not dark, but like a brown. So. And then I've been looking back. So sometimes if someone will like reply to your Instagram story, it comes up with stories they've replied to before. So all these like stories of me with dark hair are coming up. I'm just like, mm. well, oh, we I were, just feel so much more me. We were dark for so long. I feel like it became our identity in a way. So it might yeah. take some, but yeah, I feel that it, for me, it's more, I can see because of the bleach, like um, split ends and like breakage. So for me, that is what is affecting me more than the actual color itself. I'm like, it just doesn't look yeah. as healthy. Um, but yeah, no, we definitely didn't do it for that reason. We have problematic parents and we're brought up in a, sorry, unproblematic, no, unproblematic. Parents and have, and we're brought up in a stable family. Yes. As I said, I yeah. feel like we are extremely privileged because of our upbringing, um, and something that we will forever be grateful for, I guess. Um, last one. For today, to end the podcast, because Penelope is in the corner making noise. Penelope. I miss you, little baby. We are humble. I think we are definitely humble. And again, I think it's something that our dad has really instilled in us. He is the most humble man. He is n- he's not materialistic. He is down to earth. And he really instilled those to be very like... admirable characteristics in a person so now when I and I've sort of touched on this when I see you know cockiness and like bragging and those characteristics I kind of view them in a negative light not I'm not saying they're necessarily negative but the way we've been raised he really sort of has taught us to you know appreciate what we've achieved but there's no need to like shove it in other people's faces and just to always stay grounded and always be humble no matter the outcome what do you think on that yeah yeah look I being humble allow it doesn't mean you can't celebrate your achievements it doesn't mean you can't enjoy the successes that you've accomplished in life but I guess being humble allows you to just like remain kind of I don't know like you can be happy with everything without having to go into like a bragging thing with it and I've always really liked that I don't know it it just sits well with me it sits well it's a weird thing even Adam's always like you know he's like you you really don't like to big note things about anything I'm like yeah it's just not me like I really do enjoy the things that we achieve mm. but not so much like announcing it to Mm. everything all the time And I think it's really powerful because then you're not doing something um, for validation from others. It's really for yourself. Like Emma, not that long ago, um, hit a bit of a milestone, I guess, for herself and bought herself her dream car that she's wanted for so long. No one would even know. Sorry for mentioning it. But this is just (laughs) a pure example. Like she didn't go post on social media. She genuinely gained you know happiness from reaching the goal itself and the car was just you know something that she got to reward herself with um but again she didn't feel that she needed to share that on social media to you know attract validation from other people it was more just an achievement that she you know 
did herself. And I think I, yeah. I really value that and something that we both, I guess, really feel strongly about. I feel like we're the same in that. And what I love is we can celebrate our achievements with each other, with our yes. family, with our partner, you know. Yes. But so I, I guess it's just like that's where I get fulfillment. Mm-hmm. That's where what makes me more fulfilled than necessarily posting it on something to like get engagement or attention from something that like really like it's yeah I just don't get the same good feeling just the way we've been raised I think it's everyone's different and that's okay we're not nothing against it either but Emmy we're gonna sign on out love you lots thanks guys for tuning in thank you for the assumptions and we will see you all on our next potty in our next potty love you love you Bye. bye